Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Depress Ourselves by Telling a Story. Yay. This one's about a little kid, so if you have a trigger warning about little kids dying, then tune out. Because this is a really bad one. Alright, bye. (laughs) No, you don't get to tune out. Oh, okay. Um... It's a little girl named Catherine Corzelius, I think is the pronunciation. Um, but she was born in 1989. She was the six-year-old daughter of Paul Corzelius, the tour manager for bon- John Bon Jovi. She lived with her family in Elder Circle, a small neighborhood near Austin, Texas. On August 7th, 1996, she, her mother, Nancy and her brother Chris went out to run errands. It was also Paul's birthday, so they picked up a present for him as well. When they arrived in Elder Circle, Nancy allowed Catherine to pick up the mail at the community mailbox near their house and then walk home. She would take the shorter route while Nancy and Chris would drive the longer route around Elder Circle. However, after a few minutes passed and she had not returned, Nancy asked Chris to go look for her. So only a few minutes had passed. But they already knew something was wrong because she was literally just walking the little neighborhood circle from the mailbox. So not even half the circle to get to where she was going. Um, When Chris was unable to find Catherine, Nancy got in her car and they began to search for her. Within minutes, they found her lying on the road in Elder Circle. Nancy noticed that she was unconscious but still breathing. She decided she would pick her up and drive her to the hospital she had suffered a fractured skull and never regained consciousness and died later that day so it turns out i have actually heard about this and have been perplexed by this but i'll I'll leave it at that i just as soon as you started i was like wait i know this maybe did we discuss it at some we may have discussed it i don't remember i'm not sure from the start, everyone assumed that Catherine had been the victim of a hit-and-run accident. However, her family did not understand why she was found in that part of Elder Circle. Nancy last saw her walking towards their home. However, her body was found along the route that Nancy and Chris had driven home, half a mile from the mailbox. This was the opposite direction that she was supposed to have gone. And I have I put a picture in the middle of this so you can yeah. visualize. I, I figured this would make it easier for us discussing it because we can visualize exactly where yeah. the body was, where the body was found, where their home was, where the mailboxes is. And it also shows the vacant lot that they assumed that she, that the, whatever happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's basically like a road that circles around. They live halfway on the right side and she was found at the end of the circle so she would have it doesn't make any sense where she was found Mm -hmm. um you want to read the rest of that right there no 
The medical examiner's report seemed to deepen the mystery. He determined that Catherine had not died from a hit-and-run accident, and in addition to the head injury, he found abrasions on her left shoulder, the small of her back, her right hip, and her knees. He believed that she had either jumped, fallen, or was thrown from a moving vehicle. One theory proposed by investigators was that she had tried to hold on to the back of Nancy's car on the ride home but had fallen out. Fallen off, this would explain where her body was found in Elder Circle. Which is one of the things I was going to say, like, maybe she just decided she didn't want to be left there and panicked and then ended up getting hurt. Um, Anyway, however, Catherine's family does not believe this theory. They hired private investigator Barbara O'Brien. She noted that since it was a hot August day, it would have been difficult for Catherine to hold on to the back of Nancy's car. There were only two places for her to hold on to, a bar on the top and the back door handle. However, the back door would have opened if she held on to the handle. Also, her left thumb was broken and in a splint, which would have made it difficult for her to hold on to anything. Finally, Nancy should have been able to see her in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I mean, you'd think if you dropped your kid off, even if it was in your own neighborhood, you would have still been kind of aware of your surroundings and like looking out for her, you know? And I think that's kind of what they mentioned. They get, they went slowly home and then waited and, you know, waited to waited for her or whatever. Catherine's family instead believes that she was abducted and murdered. A vacant lot about 30 yards from the mailbox may have provided a clue. A few days after her death, investigators brought in the canine unit, which picked up her scent in the lot It was lost after the lot. This suggests that she was walking in that direction when she may have been abducted. So her scent stops in the lot, which means that wherever, whoever got her, she was put in a vehicle or some, you know, or carried or whatever. Yeah. Away from there. So I, I just thought that was really interesting. Nancy also noted that when she found her body, it appeared that she had been laid out for her to find her hair was smoothed down her shirt was straight her shorts were straight her toys her toes were pointed straight and her sandals were kept on so it's like she was posed to be found um and i do find that odd but if we're going with the theory that the mother had something to do with it by accident or otherwise then wouldn't the mother want her to look nice regardless i mean i don't know I'm not saying that she did because I know this family's got to be heartbroken regardless of whether they had anything to do with it. Um, A year later, Catherine's neighbors in Elder Circle planted a tree and placed a plaque in her name. Her family hopes that someone will come forward with new information. As of yet, no suspects have been found or identified in this case. Um, Suspects. Nancy is considered a possible suspect in that Catherine may have grabbed on her car and fallen off some point. However, the, her family has found evidence that points away from that theory. Uh, Catherine's family believes she was abducted in the vacant lot near the mailbox, that she either jumped, fell out, or was thrown from the abductor's vehicle. Um, and this was... Uh, said the case first aired on a May 22, 1998 episode... I think this was Unsolved Mysteries. Maybe. I can't remember. I don't know why I don't have that specifically written down. I guess that was my bad. Um, But I thought it was interesting. Bon Jovi actually 
released a song called August 7th, 415, which is about the death of Catherine. John doted on the little girl. He played games with her and treated her like his own, said a source close to John Bon Jovi. Um, so that's that's sad that he wrote a, that he knew the girl well and um, yeah. wrote a song about her. Um, and it's considered still unsolved. Catherine's brother Chris le- later became a senior deputy for the Travis County Sheriff's Office. Sadly, he died in a car accident on March 18th, 2020 at the age of 32. Um, so that's that sad lady too. lost both her kids. Yeah. Young. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and no matter which way that happened, I mean, you would think for the most part, unless the mom was doing something wrong, I just don't think it was her. Like for the most part, even yeah. if the little girl grabbed on the back of the car and she fell off and hit her head, what would be the point of running everybody around that? That that's a true accident. So unless the mom got mad at her or accidentally ran her over, and even then, that's still an accident. Um, and for the most part, in those situations, parents aren't like convicted of something. You know, you know what I mean. Like true accidents happen. Unfortunately, yeah. there's there's plenty of situations where kids accidentally get hit by their own family or, you know, because, I mean, kind of like what they say, you know, you're more likely to get into a car accident, you know, within, you know, five miles of your house or something like you're more likely to seriously injure yourself at your home, too, or in your neighborhood. I mean, it's the same situation and it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, um, I did read, it, a, I did read a theory. Some people theorize that the brother did it but it was still an accident like they they were fighting in the back seat and he shoved her out of the car while it was moving yeah. um, something like that and that kind of would make sense because people speculate that the mother just covered covered yeah. it up you know for that reason yeah. i i just i i i'll never understand like i've heard because i mean there's there's situations like where they talk about it was possibly the brother when it comes to john benet ramsey too and like uh, i just what would be the point of that what like yeah why would you cover it up because they're not gonna do time for something that was an accident or yeah whatever um in john so they don't get the blame for it i don't know yeah i guess they just I guess I can't see their thinking for the most part, but I believe that maybe they just think that it will ruin their life. Yeah. You know, something along those lines. Um, I mean, how bad is it going to ruin your life if you, if everybody around you is miserable trying to figure this out your whole life and then you're sitting there knowing you did it? You know, like, I don't think that's any better. (laughs) You know, like. I find it odd, too, that he became... A police officer you know like uh, yeah that makes me wonder was he trying to fix what like was he trying to atone for that or yeah. was he trying to solve the case because a lot of there's a lot of families of like missing and murdered that end up either in law enforcement or in helping other people deal with this kind of tragedy because of that because that happened to them you know? Yeah, exactly. I I would see it more that way. I mean, I I mean, if they even had like dogs sniffing her scent, and you know, I would have to assume, kind of like they said, it to me it makes more sense she was abducted, and then you know maybe they hit her and threw her in the car, and then she fell out. I think that's really honestly still a better 
a better theory than the family being involved. Here's the thing that also bothers me about this case is that at least according to the family's, she was only missing for a few minutes. Yeah. So in that time, somebody found her in the vacant lot, snatched her up, killed her and dumped her or whatever happened in that. But it's still a very short time frame. Yeah. So how did more. the fam- how did the family not notice a vehicle? That's the know. that that would be a question if they're driving slowly, you know, if they went around the other direction, she stopped in the vacant lot. You'd think that like they would have seen the car pass cuz they were saying that like they were waiting for her to come back. It almost sounds like they never really left the yard. So wouldn't they have seen someone drive by or something like that? Like, or, or, or maybe that's I mean, what spooked them. Maybe a car drove by and they saw the family out in the yard and they're like, oh shit, they're already looking for her. End up there all. I wish, you know? I wish we had a better map of the neighborhood that shows the other residents because yeah. it's the way they talked, it was kind of like a subdivision. So if there's that many houses close together, like in a subdivision, somebody would have seen something. Let's face it. Because yeah. I mean, you people are nosy. I mean, yes. somebody's going to see something. Even if they didn't witness what actually happened, somebody would have noticed a vehicle or somebody walking around or something. But it makes me think that here's what I think. And yeah, you can tell me that you think I'm wrong, whatever. Here's my theory is that it was an attempted sexual assault because I can't think of any other reason why you would snatch up a little girl. Yeah. Um, unless like you were just, you know, wanting a kid of your own or something like there's cases of that, obviously, but, um, but I feel like somebody picked her up for a sexual assault and she fought back or whatever, and either got out of the car while it was moving or, or perhaps the brother came out to look for her and they spotted him from a distance. When the brother came, like that's how, because this happened so fast in a, within a few minutes, he picked her up and pulled to maybe, uh, maybe that side of the neighborhood is less populated or something. Yeah. So maybe he drove to that side and intending to sexually assault the girl, um, Catherine, and saw in the distance the boy walking down the road and then dumped her body out and left. Yeah. Um, like maybe even in motion, like threw her out of the vehicle yeah. while it was in motion or something. Um, but that's what I, my theory is that somehow that's why that person got the hell out of the Dodge as quick as they did is they were planning the sexual assault, but somebody saw like they saw somebody nearby and got spooked and got the hell out of there before getting caught. Yeah, I'm literally looking at the neighborhood on Google Maps right now. Oh, really? And the area where she's found has a lot of bushes, like really thick trees and bushes. There is, I mean, it's, these don't look like new houses, not super new. So I'm going to have to guess that the subdivision is how it was around that time. Yeah. Um, But I mean, yeah, there's two big houses. But in between those two on the side of the road, it's just a lot of brush and like pretty decent sized trees. 
that so are maybe like that bushy. was the intent maybe that was the intent he was going to pull over and and take her behind there to do yeah. something yeah um, but at the same time like even if these houses weren't there i mean i would have to assume that some of these other houses were there at the time even if it yeah. wasn't that specific house because why would they point out that one vacant lot if the other lots were not vacant at the time if that makes sense Uh, because there's just there's literally the houses across the street have straight up views to where this is but but what if it's somebody from that neighborhood and knows that those people are not home at that time that's true so or we're gonna take her somewhere else and yeah yeah just ended up ditching her in the wooded area but yeah it's yeah it's crazy i still feel like they were interrupted and that's the only reason yeah why they didn't do what they intended to do yeah but that's just my theory i could be wrong and it killed it still could have been an accident it could have been a hit and run and the coroner report just was wrong yeah. um, because we've seen that happen plenty of times in cases where it's the opposite or whatever yeah um, it still could have been like a hit run somebody just hit her and and it could have been somebody in the neighborhood that was so ashamed of what they did they are scared and they should yeah. be scared but um just drove off and pretended like nothing happened yeah which that's not okay either but i it's hard to say but it's in the age of like most kids that get kidnapped or either parental rights issues or it's sexual and it's depressing to think of it like that but the statistics say so i'm still going to stick to the fact that that's probably what happened is that somebody intended to do something nefarious with her and they got interrupted by something um so that's uh or maybe she just jumped out and they were like oh shit i'm in trouble now yeah (laughs) but that, that's my theory. Is, it, is that what you're going with or something else? Yeah. I mean, I, it all, just any of the stuff surrounding the family doesn't make sense to me. I think it has to be outside. I, at least, you know, that's what I'm going with. I, I just don't think it had anything to do with them. Yeah. Anyway, we'd love to hear what you think about it. And also I wanted to shout out uh, my friend Dana is the one that recommended us doing this for an episode. Uh, she really wanted us to cover this to see what we would have to say about it, I guess. Um, so hopefully she listens to it. Um, so that's it. I guess we're going to move on to our list for this week. What's So bye if you're not into that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, this week's is Dream Concerts Alive or Dead. That's the, that's the list we're doing. Which this will be quick because I'm pretty sure we've already kind of covered... <laughs> a lot of this all of this yeah yeah um i think you started last time yep you know the five minutes before we started this episode yep um 20 minutes ago yeah um number five for me is nirvana unplugged Mm. i would really love i had a friend that was there i wish i could have been there jealous yeah yeah melanie um so (laughs) that's my number five what's yours the Smiths, because they don't 
play together anymore and they probably never will and uh that would have been because... awesome morrissey's a jerk yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i'd love to see morrissey and i think he's actually doing like a residency in vegas but i'm like it's not the smiths though it's not the same i would just love to hear his voice I don't yeah know. Yeah, I just want, like, Morrissey following me around, singing everything I do. Cool. If I had yeah. superpowers, I could, I would totally make that happen. Thank you. you. Thank you. Number four, Queen. Pretty much any time. I don't, I don't mm. even care which concert, just, just Queen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four for me is potentially going to happen as long as people do right and i can still go to europe next summer but crowded house yeah i mean granted i would have preferred to see crowded house when they were touring for their self-titled album crowded house as i've mentioned eight 12 million times on the show <laughs> how much i love crowded house and neil finn and finn brothers and the son finn and all the Finns. anyway but um supposed to go see them next summer but um but yeah crowded house Yes, please. Number three for you. Bowie, anytime. Any concert. Mm -hmm. Don't care when. Would love to see any Bowie concert. Yeah. Number three for you. <laughs> Depeche Mode, which I've already seen, which is great and all. But I would have loved to have seen them during, you know, like, Violator, when Violator was out, or the Rose Bowl concert, which we talked about. Either one of those eras. Probably Violator, simply because it has a lot of my favorite songs on it, and then I would get everything prior to it as well. Um, and they would just be younger and livelier and all that. But, um, yeah. Number two for you. Live Aid, because of all the reasons yeah. we said before. Yep. We've <laughs> talked about Live Aid probably at least six times maybe twice i don't know um six times maybe twice <laughs> i don't remember um i talk about it a lot though so like <laughs> yeah um number two for me is bowie <laughs> big okay. surprise we've already yeah. you already said bowie you yeah. said any time i mean obviously i would have taken any bowie concert ever especially because that chance is not going to happen now unless time travel is invented. Um, but Let's Dance is my favorite era of Bowie. So that's what I like choose, which a lot of people are like, oh, it's shameful. You're not going to see Ziggy Stardust and blah. I don't care. I like Let's Dance Bowie. And then I would get all the other Bowie too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, number one for me is Elvis Comeback Special. Uh, that's a good one. Yep. Yep. Number one for me is Live Aid. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that before, but I mean, that has Bowie around Let's Dance era, and it has so many other, you know, it has Queen, it has everything. Just the end. Live Aid. I want to see both of them. I want to fly with Phil Collins on his plane from the UK to the US, or vice versa. I don't remember which one he he like opened one and closed the other. He yeah. played both versions, but yeah. um, my mentions. yeah, my honorable mentions: Mashing Pumpkins around Melancholy era, because that's my favorite album, and I've always wanted to see them. And my husband has seen them, and I cursed him for that. Um, I'm so jealous of that. So damn jealous because they don't ever tour 
they tour, but they don't ever tour with the full original lineup anymore, like ever. And so that just disappoints me. I'm like, eh. I'll probably still go see them eventually, but it's it's like I'll never really get to see the full lineup now. And yeah. that makes baby Jesus cry. Yeah. But my husband has, motherfucker. Um, and I also would like to see Michael Jackson pretty much any time in the 80s. No, black or white. Mm, maybe. Like, no, we got to see him when he's doing dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. Him. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that. As long as he still does the 80s music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think he ever stopped touring all of that. Um, but yeah, dangerous is. <laughs> His best album, Fight Me. Um, <laughs> now, Everybody. Got, now I'm going to have Who Is It stuck in my head all yeah. day. Oh, that's just <sighs> masterpiece. Chef's Kiss. Nice. Yep. Um, uh, anyway, and I also, sorry, put Prince, I also put Prince. Yeah. Pretty much any time because it's Prince. Ooh, when he was formerly known as Prince, when he was a symbol and Seven was out. Oh, yeah. That was like tip top sexy Prince right there. Yeah. I don't. Mm, I'd have to say Prince never stopped being sexy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he ever did. Which what's weird is he is not what I'm typically attracted to at all. But you you look at Prince and you're just like that is sex right there. That yeah. is sex and human. I always get a lot of weird reactions when I I'm just like, dude wore assless chaps. Like I could just imagine him in like a room full of pillows and just being like master of sex. Like that's just what I imagine of Prince. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to hit that? Like, I, and my friends are like, Ooh, that's weird. It's Prince. And I'm like, you're wrong. I don't understand why people wouldn't look at Prince and just automatically think sexy. I don't like, I don't understand that. Like, cause he, like I said, he's not typically what I would be attracted to, especially cause he, most but of the he exudes that like sexy sex confidence. Yes. That's a technical term. It's <laughs> like I got this. Yeah. Um. And he's just so. Uh. I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an A. Androgynous. No Androgynous. Yeah. yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I guess now it would be more of like a non-binary type thing. Yeah. But I don't know. But I, I just love. I just love how he looks. And he's short, too. I kind of dig yeah. that because I'm short. Um, <laughs> people that don't know, I'm five foot one. <laughs> I am slightly taller. <laughs> yep. Um, Is that it? Was that yeah, your list? Yeah, I think we're done with this episode. Oh, no. Oh, no, wait, I need to get to do my face. honorable bitches. No. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I went first. Um, my honorable mentions are Arcade Fire, even though I've seen them. <laughs> I'd want to see them when the suburbs came out because that is probably one of the best albums in the world. Um, I know that I've said that like three times just in this episode, but um, the suburbs, <laughs> like I see footage of them playing around the time that album came out. And I'm like, why couldn't I have seen them then? Um, because you didn't like them yet. You dumbass. Um, seeing the cure back in their prime. Yeah. See, um, I saw them when they toured for Blood Flowers, and while it was good, they played a lot of the newer stuff and not a lot of the older stuff, so it was kind of like, yeah. eh, it was so-so, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, seeing Tears for Fears at all. Yeah. 
Like they're one of the ones that just really, they don't play a lot and I'm probably never going to get to see them. I think they played like Bonnaroo one year and I'm like, I ain't dealing with that shit for Tears for Fears. <laughs> like, I mean, if I were going to do it for anybody, it'd probably be Tears for Fears, but that's a lot of money and a lot of sweatiness and grossness to deal with. Um, uh, this is random. And uh, Wait, did you finish? No, uh, one okay. more. And I have the Strokes. They also don't tour often, but they're playing like two festivals this year. And I'm like, should I do it? Should I deal with a festival for the Strokes? Because like the festivals, they're playing in like San Francisco and then they're playing like Shaky Knees in Atlanta. And I'm like, do I really want to deal with it? I don't like anybody else. I would just be there for the Strokes. <laughs> like, is that yeah. worth it? <laughs> you know, I really hate outdoor festivals, especially. Yeah. But um, yeah. I like them when there's a ton of people I want to see. But when it's literally like the headliner is all I want to see, I'm just like, is that really worth it? Like, really? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I just wanted to state, this is kind of kind of off subject, but my husband has like two bands. He really, really fucking wants to see two of his favorite bands, Franz Ferdinand and um, uh, what's the name of the one with the redheaded guy? That sing oh Queens of the Stone Age. That's one of his favorite bands. Yeah, and he'll. They, he can never catch them. They're always like, tour, when they do dates, it's usually in Europe. And so yeah. he's just like so constantly disappointed because he tries to find tour dates for them all the time and he can't ever find any. Yeah. But yeah. So That's where can't. I'm at with like freaking Crowded House. They never play anything. And it was freak incidents that I even got to see Arcade Fire at all <laughs> because like, they played one show in the past like five years and I got to see it because it was for like charity. <laughs> like, and it, it was like Valentine's day and I begged Justin to make it happen. Like that's it. Like, so yeah, I, 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 I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah. But it's, it's, I've been trying myself. Like I try to like look, you know, search every once in a while because I want to surprise him with that. And I can never find any dates. It's like, I, it's so frustrating because he had only been to like a handful of concerts ever before we got together. Um, and it's kind of me that's turned him into like a concert person, you know, now he wants to yeah. see like everybody live and we'll never probably get to see half the people he wants to see. So yeah. that it's kind of sucks because I really want to make that shit happen for him and I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks, Dana, for suggesting this subject, even though there wasn't much to to the story. Um, but we wanted to tell the story anyway because we felt like Catherine's story needed to be told and somebody needs to come forward because I feel like somebody knows something. Yeah. Um, so hopefully someday the that family will get some answers for that little girl. And my God, did you see the picture that I put in the thing of her because she's so yeah. cute yeah that kid is like the the most adorable kid like i don't super bummed me out to see pictures of her when i was doing the research and i was like man that is like the cutest freaking kid why yeah. just why anyway i mean not that an ugly kid isn't sad too but whatever you know what I mean? <laughs> jesus <laughs> i'm gonna get some hate mail on that this. note yeah sorry we're going to I'm help. not laughing at that. We're just going to move on from that and pretend I never said it. 
but she is adorable. Anyway, see you next time. (laughs) Woo, woo, woo!